0: We're talking about tools that involve analyzing DNA and giving recommendations based on that, providing risks and giving recommendations, and the same goes for labs and environmental uh, kind of risks.
1: Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. We have Joe with us here online right now. You heard about him in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, Drew, thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. We're super excited to have you on. We got lots to talk about. Let's jump into it. Tell us, our audience, who you are and what you do.
0: So uh, my name's Joe Cohen. I grew up with um, a lot of health issues. And I went to a lot of doctors. I had, you know, brain fog, fatigue, anxiety, insomnia, just a whole host of like, you know, issues from chronic inflammation. And I wasn't able to solve my problems within, you know, the conventional medical system or even the alternative medical system. So that's where I figured that I really needed to understand how my body worked and uh, so I went went on a long journey, really just doing research about how people were different, you know, and that led me to genetics and lab tests and uh, personalized healthcare, really, you know, just uh, learning about how we're different, how things can affect one another differently. And from that, what is the best approach for my body, for my environment, for my individual biology, my blueprint. And so that's where I ran into DNA and lab tests and precision health, like I mentioned. And uh, I was, you know, through that journey, I was able to actually get rid of all my health issues with that approach. You know, this, this precision health approach where I, 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 you know, did these kinds of deep dives. Uh, the next stage of my progression, once I solved my issues, uh, was to help other people solve theirs right? Whatever it was, it doesn't have to be my issues. It could be anyone's issues. And I, you know, I I saw the power of personalized health. And I said, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to, you know, create tools that make it easy for individuals to get precision healthcare. And so that's what I did. When I got better, the first thing I did was I started a website called self Hacked, which gave a uh, bunch of it was very rich in content, and um, yeah, and, and and it was a lot of the content was focused on like who can this supplement benefit? Uh, who? How are we different biochemically? I discussed various genes and lab tests and things like that. But the next progression was well, you know, th- there's a lot of content on here, but people don't have time to read 1500 really in-depth articles, right? And so I said, okay, well, the future has to be that individuals are going to, you know, have some kind of, you know, precision health where, you know, they, they, they give their DNA, their lab tests, and then, you know, maybe their symptoms and some other information, and they get precisely what they need to know, what is most relevant for them to know, rather than needing to read through,
1: you know, who knows how many articles, I'm curious to know what, what your issues were. Like you said, you were able to cure yourself. Well, what did you have? And then how were you able to help yourself?
0: Well, I didn't have any
1: diagnosable disease per se. I just
0: had a lot of things that were suboptimal and were pre-disease states. So I had a lot of inflammation. Uh, my, you know, What I think happened was uh, I think I have I had some undiagnosed autoimmune, uh, auto-immune condition Of the hypothalamus that's my uh you know that's my theory that and and that inflammation would also would would often stem from the gut as well but i had like a lot of gut issues um, and a lot of the issues i had stemmed from the hypothalamus as well which is a very critical part of the brain now regardless of exactly what the you know where in the body the issue was the you know the biochemical similarities between my issues and a lot of other people's issues with autoimmune issues or uh, other kinds of issues, you know, there were similarities and, uh, you know, it, 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 I wouldn't, you know, um, I wouldn't uh, necessarily put it together just with like which part of the organ it is. It's more like what systems in the body is, uh, you know, is causing the the body to malfunction and then usually attaches to a certain, Uh, part of the body that's maybe weak in some way. Uh, But the the main issue was, you know, was inflammation was some kind of autoimmune inflammation. And that was causing a whole host of other issues. And uh, for me, the main source of the issues were diet. And uh, there were a lot of other reasons as well. But one of them was uh,
1: food sensitivities and things like that. Okay, so that is that something that you worked on? You tried to you changed your diet up? to help with your food sensitivities?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So diet was a big one. But there was a lot of things, you know, there was a lot of things that I worked on besides diet that that had an impact. And it wasn't so much that, you know, it's just sensitive to this food or whatnot and that's that. It's kind of like, you know, if I adopted certain healthy behaviors, my food sensitivities would go down. And so my tolerance would wane for different you know, foods based on the other things that I was doing as well. I would say, you know, the biggest core, you know, the biggest cause was, you know, food for me. But um, you know, I, I've dealt with, uh, you know, thousands of people where, um, you know, most of them I, I wouldn't say it was food necessarily, right? So it, it gets into this, you know, this topic where w- what the underlying cause for me is not the underlying cause from for someone else, and so. You, I think individuals really need to look at things in, in you know, in more precision healthcare type of way rather than,
1: um, you know, just guesswork. Yeah, for sure, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great point. I feel like if we could diagnose a little bit better or figure out what the issue was or the underlying issue, then we can come up with a better solution. So for you in particular, you started a website. So why did you think I can heal myself? Now I want to heal other people. Was that your mindset? The mindset was that there weren't,
0: uh, I went through a very tedious process of healing myself and, uh, you know, to be honest, it's like one out of a million would go through the process that I did. It's a very, very, you know, you, you really need like a lot of different traits to kind of, uh, you pay, it's just, there's a lot of things that come together to go through that whole process. It's very tedious, um, you know, required a lot, a lot of reading um, and problem solving and uh, trial and error and experimentation. And I I thought it was, you know, and it was clear to me that very few people are going to go through what I did and and not and it's not the most efficient either. So what makes what I realized that the market needed were tools, precision health tools, that would allow people to do that very easily. And it was clear that nobody was really even working on these tools.
1: Okay, so what kind of tools? I'd be be interested to know what kind of tools and then how are you able to develop them?
0: So uh, we're talking about tools that involve uh, analyzing DNA and giving recommendations based on that, providing risks and giving recommendations. And the same goes for labs and environmental uh, kind of risks. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's like, those are the three types of things and it's still clear today that nobody is really developing those tools besides us in, in a serious way. Uh, but in terms of like, um, how did I, uh, you asked also, how did I develop them?
1: Yeah. I'd love to know.
0: So, uh, what was very clear is that these, these things were a lot more complex than I anticipated. Right. Uh, even though I did it for myself, um you know you want it to be done and you know you want it to be done in i guess my self healing process was a very hypothesis driven approach if you will, meaning I developed a bunch of hypotheses i didn't need to do you know i didn 't need to do double blind placebo controlled trials to understand if something might work for me i you know i could put together a thousand you know a hundred different pieces of the puzzle and figure okay this has got a you know 20 chance of working uh let me do a mega dose of it and see if it works um so but that approach obviously doesn't work for the masses so you really need something that is scalable and that means that it needs to be evidence driven and and so it, it all needs to be extremely scientific if if you're going to scale it you can't you know uh work on hypotheses on a population level um, so we needed the, the most critical thing was to bring together the proper team and that turned out to be way more complex than one would imagine. Um, you know, it, it's, it was, it, it was very, very challenging to bring the right team together, uh, for different reasons. It, you know, there's a lot of different types of expertise that's required. Um, it really requires, you know, very smart people. Who you know are paying attention, who have the expertise, the necessary expertise, and um, and across a bunch of different domains. So you need scientists, and and uh, even among scientists, you need like you know five disciplines of scientists, uh, MDs, you know, just different types of people bringing them together. And then you also need very capable software developers, product managers, designers, UI UX, um, you know, just uh and, and also marketing as well because you have to also explain to people what it is you're doing it's a very new field right it's not something that you could just make a 30 second video and just say hey look at this right people want to understand wh- what is this what what's going on what are you doing exactly and, and you know since it's complex it takes time to explain it so i think uh you know it, re- it does require across the and even the C- the executives need to really be very smart, because they need to understand what's going on, too, and how the different pieces of the puzzle go together. And so it's a very, um, you know, uh, basically, you got to bring together the right team. And, uh, and then you, you, you have to build
1: the right product. Okay, so tell us what this does specifically. So I, I did uh, got access Think as your publicist <laughs> could give me a chance to log in and check out some of the back area. What are we looking for? Or tell us what this specifically does once we log in.
0: So uh, what it does is uh, y- you get about uh, you know fifty reports, and every day there's more reports, and uh, what um, you know they they generate automatically for you. And uh, what happens is is that the you know the topics that are higher risk, you have kind of this diagram of the body. So the, the the ideal flow is you can either do your genetics or you can do your genetics and lab tests. Um, and 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 we're also introducing by the time uh, yeah but you know by uh, mid January uh, sometime in January we'll be in, introducing the environmental risks as well. So it's going to be the full loop of like you know a questionnaire that is going to look at your environmental risks, the lab tests, and then the the genetics. So but what are we doing you? when you bring them all, when you upload all the data, or if, you know, if you don't have your genetic data or lab tests, we also sell them. Uh, so you can, you can buy them. Uh, but let's say, uh, you either buy them or let's say you don't have them, you upload them. I mean, you have them, you already, uh, you already have them. So you upload them. Uh, it, it generates a bunch of different reports on, you know, wide range of topics, uh, mood, anxiety, uh, you know, just cardiovascular health, blood sugar, blood pressure, uh, sleep, there's a a very wide range of topics that it generates reports on, and you can see where your genetic weaknesses are. So, it will bring up your weaknesses, um, you know, and and, and there's a diagram of the body and it shows you uh, where your weaknesses are in the body um, based on your genetics and also based on your lab tests. So, For me, um, you know, it was very clear that there was a very strong tendency to, you know, uh, like mental health and uh, brain health was a very weak point with me. and, And I think that's very true. Right. I did suffer from, you know, high levels of anxiety and cognitive problems and mood issues. And so that that showed that there was a very high level of risk there. And then. Uh, it also showed from my lab tests that I had risk factors for cardiovascular issues um, and I was aware of this because i I know what i 'm doing, but uh, you know it's it 's also easier to look at a diagram and see what 's going on and so for me, it showed you know different markers and it you know and it turns out that my family is a very high risk of cardiovascular disease just you know based on what my, you know, grandparents died from, things like that. Uh, so, um, you know, so, and then there's also environmental risks that that allow you to see risks in a different way. You can't see that right now, but that's also going to be quite interesting. And, and so you have, like, a bunch of different perspectives about where you can see your risk. And the labs are telling you, like, you know, the labs are not great at telling you mental health stuff. There's just not that many labs related to that, but it, it, it's better at telling you cardiovascular disease risk, right? Uh, whereas genetics can tell you, you know, can tell you anything, like the the breadth of topics is very wide, so it can really, you know, tell you quite a lot of things, but, you know, the, the important thing is you could see, uh, so if you're looking at that body diagram, you could see where it's showing flags, and you can click on it, and you could see what levels of risk there are. So... When it comes to the brain stuff, you know, we're talking about like there was like five different risks that I had that uh, were um, uh, related to the brain. And we're talking about like I was in the 80th percentile. So normally in genetics, uh, if you're in the uh, top 80th percentile, meaning the top 20 percent of risk, that's when it starts to be more significant, if you will. Right. And so I I could like, let's say. you know, it says cardiovascular, there's nine potential issues. Brain, there's seven potential issues. And by the way, immune function is five. Inflammation is five. And I would say that those are, you know, uh, cardiovascular is a little more silent, but brain, immune function, inflammation were, were definitely uh, big topics of mine that uh, were, you know, not, were problematic. And so if we look at my, I, I'm, I just pulled up my brain uh, things. And there's one, two, three, four, five things that I'm in the 80th percentile for. And then I have, you know, two things that I'm in like the 70, 75th. But it says fatigue, brain fog, stress, attention, anxiety, mood, and PTSD. Uh, and if you look at the other areas, it's just not as much. But it, with the cardiovascular, um, there's a bit there in, in terms of the genetic risk. There, there is two genetic risks uh, blood pressure and might be a little funny, but sexual dysfunction, because that has a lot to do with cardiovascular system. But uh, from the labs, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven suboptimal labs related to cardiovascular. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it, it's just and then obviously, it's not just, you know, uh, bring them up, you click on a report, each of these topics has very you know, very in-depth report that you can look at exactly your risk information and also what recommendations you can do to uh, lower your risk. Um, you know, and and be healthier, live longer. You know, think better, feel better, be in a better mood, things like that.
1: Okay, so how are you getting the data into this into these charts? Uh, into
0: the diagram and, and like let's say the on the dashboard. Yeah. Well, they're coming from all the reports that we do um so each report is quite uh you know quite a big task there's like 10 to 15 people that work i mean there's a larger team everybody's in some way working on them right and so there's like 35 people either directly or indirectly working on these reports uh different aspects of them um and you know we release about uh eight a month um now i mean it took us a while to build the system but now that the system is built, uh, you know, we have like an assembly line of like cranking them out.
1: Okay, but, so is, um, that, are those ge- is that general information for these specific areas? I mean, like you were talking so about… So these use- are
0: genetics. These are based on genetics. Okay. And lab tests. So you, you upload your lab tests, you upload your genetics, or, you know, you get them, you purchase them. Um, and, and then it tells you what, you know, where your risks are. And, and then you once you know it's you, you know you just look at how do you uh, reduce your risk how do you how what what are the types of uh, steps you can
1: take to be healthier and and lower the risk of uh, different issues okay so t- walk me f- I don't know really know much about that in layman's terms how would I how would I go and get my tests to get them uploaded so you just uh, you order a test on selfdecode.com <laughs>
0: and it goes to your house uh, you spit in the tube send it back with a prepaid uh, shipping label and then four weeks, four to six weeks later you get your results.
1: Okay, well that seems pretty simple.
0: Yeah um, it, it just automatically gets uploaded to the site. If you have it from a different site then you just download it and upload it. Okay. You gotta download it from whatever site you got it from and you gotta upload it. It's a little, you know, it's not as seamless but um you know, but uh, And then after that, there's a huge process that it goes through. So the first stage is like a whole file processing thing. It's like a very uh, technical bioinformatics journey that it goes on. But then the next stage is the, um, uh, we use AI and machine learning to actually uh, – so let's say the, the kit costs about $100, $99, right? But you get about 700,000 variants from it. Right. But through AI and machine learning, we could actually figure out like 100 million, 300 million variants based on, uh, you know, prediction models of, you know, if you have these variants, then you're also likely to have these other variants. And so it turns into quite a significant piece of data. You you know, you're getting like 300 million data points um, and. Uh, You know, and then it goes through, then we have to calculate your ancestry, because every ethnicity um, has different risks. So the risk for one ethnicity doesn't necessarily translate completely to another. So we have to figure that out. And then, uh, you know, the algorithm constantly has to go through updates. Uh, So it's it's a very big data problem. There's a lot of AI machine learning. Uh, There's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of things that go into it. And then, we have a research team that looks at, uh, variants and, and which variants, uh, you know, which recommendations are better for which variants for a given topic. Right. And so it's kind of like looking at the gene lifestyle, gene supplement connections. And what those do is they kind of change the order in which recommendations are given. So there's, there's a research team that, that looks through, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of uh, science articles uh, from PubMed, and they look at w- what are all the recommendations out there, like literally looking through every paper out there, what what are all the natural health recommendations for a given topic? Let's say, um, you know, uh, mood or anxiety, right? And so then we come up with a list. We look at each paper. There's probably like, at the end of it is like about 300 papers that we read the full paper uh the science team and they they look at what's the impact what's the evidence of of each thing we have a you know we have a system that it goes by and so each recommendation is carefully ranked and then you know there's an algorithm that changes the ranking based on your genetics and um and so then you, an individual gets a score, a risk score, and they get a list of recommendations. That's, that's what comes out. But as you see, there's like a team working on each part of that process that I just listed, which gets into a lot of people, right? It's uh, 85 people working for the company. Wow.
1: Um,
0: and it's very heavy on the uh, R&D side of things. So there's a lot of science uh, a lot of different types of expertise that we have uh, going into it and uh with the labs is um uh there's you know it's also quite a rigorous process where uh we we have to through each lab we go through um you know the, you have to be very very keen with the lab stuff because um a lot of labs are correlative but they're not causative and so uh, you have to be able to read the papers in a certain way and, uh, you know, apply certain models to it to see if the, if, if the labs are ca- uh, causative or not. And most of them are not actually, right? Maybe only 10% are. And the ones that are, the, you know, you're, we're gonna, you know, it's, it's, there's a bit of, uh, uh, differences. Um, but in any case, we, we you know, over, the I mean, with the labs over the years, we, I've uh, been doing a lot of research on those each individual lab what what is the optimal range what is uh what are some ways that people can optimize each lab and so the labs also have recommendations and so it's you know it's a whole um it's it's not just you know one one small thing it's it's a very in-depth uh process that many many people are working on um and you know anyone who works for the company has to go through like 3 hours of really intense
1: cognitive testing okay um, <laughs> we don't have too much time left here yeah. joe just a quick question if you could just tell us a few um results that you've found and then we're gonna have to wrap things up here
0: okay so uh yeah i mean going through um i mean for me personally i i assume you want to know uh i mean so it was very clear based on um like different reports i i got recommendations that I, uh, let's say for the mood reports, uh, the anxiety, things like that, I got, uh, five HDP, which, uh, turned out to be extremely useful and I tried it before, but I didn't really get, I didn't like really give it enough of a shot. And then when I got it in my report, it, it actually was really good. Um, and there, you know, it was just kind of like, a uh, you know, so th- there's two different types of benefits. One is predicting or, you know, uh preventing knowing what you should prevent or what you're at risk for and then the other is taking action and uh for that i mean i learned a lot of different tips about things i can do to overcome uh so some of the things i learned just by you know diving deep on my own and then some of the things i learned actually after we launched the software and i was like huh that's interesting and so I, i've been you know like uh five C P is is a good example, um, you know, uh, serotonin pathways in general uh, of mine are quite weak, and 5-HTP helps strengthen that, you know, increases serotonin in the brain. Um, so that, that's just like an example. Uh, and, 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 you know, um, cannabinoid system was also uh, weak. So, uh, you know, you could see which kind of genes are increasing uh, risk for something. It, you know, it tells you in the recommendations like, you know, this is recommended because this gene, uh, you, you know, you you have this gene for this, and um, that's why it, this uh, recommendation would better suit you.
1: All right, is there anything that we missed that you want to mention before we wrap things up here?
0: Uh, I think, I think, um, no, I think uh, that's pretty much it from my side.
1: Okay, fantastic.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I, th- I think precision healthcare is going to make its way into. Uh, you know, the healthcare system. And one of the things we're doing to accelerate that is we're not just selling direct to consumer. We're also selling to doctors and other businesses uh, the ability to get into precision healthcare. And, you know, we we wanted to really get out there uh, in a big way.
1: Okay. That's fantastic. Um, Can you let us know about your website and how people can reach you or if they're more interested in more details? Yeah, they can visit selfdecode.com and, That's
0: S-E-L-F-D-E-O-D-E-C-O-D-E, self-decode.com. And, yeah, they can learn more information there. They could upload lab tests, genetics, and, you know, a lot of stuff to do.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time with us and sharing your story with us, your expertise. I think it sounds like you guys are doing some fantastic work. So we wish you all the best and keep at it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. My pleasure.
0: All right.
1: That's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.